Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Happy hump day, everybody. Welcome. It's Wednesday, so therefore, it's Wellness and Weight Loss Wednesday with Dr. Plank, and that is me, Dr. Susan Plank from the Norwin Wellness Center, and I am thrilled to be here with you. I want to let you know it's coming up next week. I am so proud and excited to be the sponsor of the third, third annual Weight Loss Reboot Summit. Uh, you can look that up online. It is weightlossrebootsummit.com. Five days, live presentations from experts in the medical and nutrition fields. Okay? They're just as dedicated as I am. We have them from all across the country, from Canada. So we're bringing these specialists in to be able to give you the information, the specifics of what's holding you back from feeling your best. Why aren't you losing weight? Do you need to adjust your mindset? Is it a lifestyle issue? What do you need to do to reclaim your health? So, again, weightlossrebootsummit.com, weightlossrebootsummit.com. You can also head over to norwinwellness.com right on my homepage. You're going to see a picture of a woman eating an absolutely delicious salad and right there you can register. So again, it's free. It's free. Each, each of the expert is going to give a discussion, their expertise. They're going to have more information for you, and we're doing free giveaways, prizes. We got things like Amazon gift cards, right? We give those away every day. We've got supplements we give away, testing we give away. You know, we, we, we try to cover the gamut of knowing right in this space of what people are looking for. So, again, it's free you might look at it and go, well, I don't want to listen to all... You don't, you don't have to listen to everybody, but you can see who you want to listen to and then tune in on that day at that time and get the scoop, right? Get the scoop of what you need. So, again, uh, 12 experts, um, you know, their goal, just like my goal, and that's how I found these folks, is to really share their knowledge, they're rooting for you. They want you to succeed, right? So it's topics like setting goals, uh, how to stop sugar cravings, what do you need to do to get energized. Uh, There's a specialist on uh, autoimmunity and how to eat for your immune system and if you have an autoimmune condition, um, energy and mental clarity, if you're suffering heartburn, Fertility. We have a great fertility specialist. I'm hoping she's going to be a guest here next Wednesday, um, and that'll be before I 
pretty sure we have her presentation on Thursday, so you'll get a little warm-up. Hormones, blood sugar, how to test blood sugar. I mean, just a ton of information, folks. So, again, weightlossrebootsummit.com, weightlossrebootsummit.com. By all means, you can head over to norwinwellness.com, find out more information. And today's topic is, you know, we're almost, time's flying, we're almost halfway through January. And so I wanted to talk a little about, a little bit about should you give dry January, otherwise known as dryuary, a try, maybe just once. So whether you're looking for weight loss information or you need to know, hey, I need to have more energy or, you know, my digestion's screwed up, norwinwellness.com, norwinwellness.com. If you miss part of this topic about how you feel about alcohol and are you drinking maybe a little too much, you can find all the follow-ups to my show on my blog at norwinwellness.com. Okay? So so this is the, the, the question. It's, it's a discussion about cutting back on alcohol and the health benefits of doing so. So this dryuary, you know, it's a month-long campaign, but you can, you know, if you want to do it for a week or you want to do it for a couple of weeks or maybe you want to do longer than a month, kudos to you. But obviously the word dry refers to being abstinent, right, from alcohol, where the uary, right, comes from January, right? So we're sort of one of those things where we're squishing the words together and we come up with dryuary. And the idea is that by giving up alcohol for a month, you can reset your relationship with it. You can see if you're happier without it. You can see if you feel better, right? So there's these different layers. But with anything health-wise, there's always different layers to it. And usually the more layers that get affected is when you're ready to take action, okay? And that's why I thought this would be a, a good topic for today. So why should you even consider? Why would you even consider giving up alcohol? There's actually a lot of reasons. But, you know, there's a couple that, that really come about. You know, it has a negative effect on your sleep. A lot of folks that sleep, you know, or I'm sorry, that drink at night, oh, you can't get a good night's sleep. Next day you're tired, you're groggy, and that's not even if you quote-unquote drink too much. You just, you know, it carries over to the next day. So you're trying to have a good time, maybe loosen up, relax, you have a cocktail, and then you're paying a price even into the next day, and that might be even worse as you age. Alcohol causes dehydration, which means your body's not getting enough water. And in my experience in my 30 years of practice, it's rare. It's a rarity that I have somebody that is well hydrated. And that's even with the folks that think they're drinking enough water. Because drinking it, and getting it to stay in your tissues 
are two different things. Okay? And so we lose the sight on on shows like this. We, we spend a lot of time, oh, the latest supplement, and, you know, oh, you have to run out and buy this, and you have to do that. Well, what about good old-fashioned water, right? Hydration. So dehydration, and it's, it is the root cause of a lot of issues. It causes bloating, fatigue, headaches. And it's actually you need, you need to be hydrated and you need to have a certain level of hydration in the food you're eating so your body can actually absorb the nutrients from the food that you're eating. Alcohol consumption's been linked with, you know, different mouth and digestive cancers, increases your risk of liver disease, and also hypertension, high blood pressure. But there are other reasons, too, that you might consider cutting back or even giving up alcohol. Maybe it's financial. Maybe you went out with your girlfriends or you went out with the guys watching a football game last weekend and the bill came and you were like, holy moly, that's how much I spent per drink? Maybe it is the health. Maybe you're just sort of tired of being tired after you have a couple drinks. But a lot lately, a lot, I'm seeing sort of this emotional, this emotional part that people are sort of wondering, do I have a problem with alcohol? Am I drinking too much? You know, because there's no good answer to it. And yet we know during the pandemic that alcohol consumption really increased. And so now we're almost three years into it, but again, when we start behaviors and, and, right, loneliness, all these other emotions that were triggered with the pandemic, we're just coming off the holidays. Sometimes January is, even if you're not a resolution person, it's just a, it's a good time to take stock in yourself, do a little soul searching. Do I have a problem? Am I drinking too much? So how much do you drink? If you're a regular drinker, cutting back on alcohol, it might not be too easy. The amount of alcohol we consume has become a way of life. That's what he's saying. With the pandemic, it just sort of, it goes from, oh, it'll be a or once or twice a week to now it's virtually every day for a lot of folks. It definitely is a central part of social occasions. It plays an important part in a lot of relationships with friends and family, like I said, the holidays. It might be really difficult to give up alcohol completely. But there are many reasons why you should consider it, and it could be beneficial. So a big one, the long-standing one, alcohol is bad for your health. Alcohol 
can cause liver disease and liver failure. And let me tell you guys something. My, uh, my mom passed away about 10 years ago now from pancreatic cancer. And I got her in the hands of the best of the best in the country. First, we went to Cleveland Clinic, and they said there wasn't much they could do. And then we got her to Johns Hopkins. And if anybody out there knows somebody that has had or has uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, the Whipple procedure is the surgery to remove. My mom had the Whipple procedure. And yet, when they tried to do it at Cleveland Clinic, and they couldn't, they came to me and said, your mom, it looks like she has cirrhosis of the liver. And I looked at the surgeon, and first of all, my heart is breaking. My heart is, I'm just crushed. I'm devastated. Because not having the surgery, you might be able to hear it in my voice, it takes me right back. Not having the surgery, you, you know what that means pancreatic cancer but now my brain is toying with what is this surgeon saying to me because my mom wasn't a drinker she had she had uh, i think it was i think it was like back in the 70s or something there was maybe a drink called the grasshopper that was green i remember like when i was younger she like might have one of those and then the other thing was a fuzzy navel but in my entire life on one hand, I can remember the number of times that she had a drink. So what I want you to realize is, is, is it's not just the effects of alcohol, but how I was just talking about the dehydration. It was a bugger to get my mom to drink water. It, she just, she couldn't drink a glass of water. I don't know what it was. And when she was sick, Mom, you got to drink, you got to drink, you got to drink. So a lot of these things, folks, it's twofold. So my mom was somebody that looked like, right, she had cirrhosis of the liver when they went to do the surgery, but it wasn't, it wasn't alcohol. It was her liver was dry, dehydrated. And yet cirrhosis of the liver is actually doing damage, right, from alcohol. But if you're not drinking water, you're going to get the double whammy. It's going to happen faster. Alcohol can cause irregular heartbeat, arrhythmias. It can make AFib worse. Where you're like, uh, uh, all of a sudden your heart starts doing the pitter-patter. You're trying to grab some air. High blood pressure, stroke, dementia. even affect your fertility and make it hard to get pregnant. But alcohol does make people feel good. It's true. Alcohol releases endorphins in the brain, gives you a sense of well-being. Woo-hoo! This is great. Let's party. Let's keep going. Let's have another round. But what happens is, right, with anything, there's a point to where it tips over, and now it goes from feel-good hormones to hangover or 
you need more alcohol to stay at that level. And then as people start drinking more, they become aggressive. Because alcohol also lowers people in inhibitions. And so it can make emotions seem more upfront, right? Frontal lobes, front of the brain, right above the eyes. More emotional. Crying, starting fights, arguments. Or that might be a little different for that person's personality. But dry January, dry January, it's, it's becoming a popular trend. It's between 13 and 20% of the population is, is giving it a try. And it's easy, it's simple. Give up alcohol for a month. See what happens. So the goal of dry January is to get, let, let's see how much you drink, first of all. Let's see how it affects your life. And by doing so, you, you might actually start to feel healthier, more energetic, more productive. The brain works a little bit better. And so when you're doing this, well, maybe take it a step further. Maybe it's not just alcohol you're concerned about. Maybe it's sugar. Maybe it's nicotine. Maybe it's caffeine. Maybe you're a person that's you're drinking coffee from the time you wake up in the morning till the time you put your head down at night and you don't drink water you're only drinking caffeine sodas coffee but if you give up the alcohol right better sleep because alcohol disrupts the sleep patterns alcohol stimulates the production of adrenaline and cortisol serotonin helps regulate sleep cycles so when these hormones start now interacting one's One's holding back the other one, and it's going to make it a heck of a lot harder to fall asleep and stay asleep. Give up alcohol, less anxiety. We talked about the serotonin. Not only does it have to do with sleep, but it has to be with it's calming. That's why it has to do with sleep. It's a calming hormone. You might lose some weight. Alcohol contains around seven calories or so per gram. When you start putting in the mixers and things like that, very high in sugar. can lower your risk of diabetes, your blood sugar. If you have more than 14 drinks a week, two a day. For some people, it might be two football games. It might be a Saturday. It might be a Sunday, right? A Sunday. You have a 40, 48% increased chance of becoming diabetic than if you drink less than seven drinks a week. And the same thing if you're drinking that much, 14 drinks a week, you have an 8% higher risk of developing hypertension. And if you're already borderline, it's going to push you into hypertension. So alcohol and heart health, it's a little tricky because, you know, we hear, oh, red wine, and we hear how the French eat fat foods, and then you have wine, and it makes their heart all healthy, right? What are we talking about here? Occasional? Are we talking about, I just just want it. It's like every day. And 
some of the research now is showing about increasing the risk of stroke. So there are some real, real benefits. And January is a good time to give it a test. Maybe through the holidays you started thinking, yeah, I had a one or two too many. Maybe I am sort of spiraling out of control. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. But like I said, if you if you look at sort of January as of self self uh, discovery, right? Take stock of yourself. Stop and look at where you are right now. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? What do you want to get accomplished this year? What do you think is potentially holding you back? Because we already talked about sort of the the effects of alcohol in your liver. And if any part of what you want to do for yourself this year is, is get healthier or lose some weight, I guarantee you, you need a healthy liver. You want to live a long life, you need a healthy liver. No doubt about it. And your liver is just like a big filtration system. So anything foreign that comes in, and especially if you're drinking it, liquid form, your liver has to filter it out. Alcohol goes in, body has to filter, your liver has to filter it out. It's actually filtering acetaldehyde. It's toxic. Daily drinking and binge drinking can build up too much acetaldehyde in your system. So if it is a, you know, Sunday afternoon binge drinking, watching football, your body still has to get rid of it. It has to metabolize it. It has to do something to do with it. And your liver has to work harder to handle it. So we're seeing more and more, they're called alcohol use disorders. And so what's happening is they're sort of, like I said, because of the pandemic, they're creeping up on people that people have started using alcohol and relying on alcohol for emotional comfort without necessarily realizing that it has become a problem. And so I want you to think about this because, you know what, maybe there's some folks out there listening that have already tried earlier this month to give up alcohol or to cut back. And what happens is they start to not feel too good because symptoms of alcohol withdrawal can be serious. And if you don't realize the couple of drinks that you're having a day to relax at the end of the day, you don't realize now the effect they've had because you've been doing it for three years. So while I think uh, dryuary is fantastic, dry January, if you, if you want to see where alcohol falls in your life, I think it's good to test what is your dependence. Are you dependent? Where is your dependence on alcohol? Do you have a dependence on alcohol? But within pretty quickly, a day, it can be hours, maybe the longest a day and a half. If you start feeling agitated, you get a headache, like you feel like you hang a hangover, and you're like, ah, this is why I gave alcohol up. I was sick and tired of the hangover, these headaches. And you haven't drink. The headache's there. Chances are you're going through withdrawals. So I want you to be careful. It's important that you identify it. 
But if you tried already this month in the first couple of weeks and you just couldn't do it, well, then we sort of have our answers, right? If you emotionally couldn't do it, then we know that a dependence is forming. But physically, if you try to give it up and yet you're sort of, oh, man, this is a rough day. Headache, anxious, agitated, chills, nauseous. Those are all symptoms of alcohol withdrawal. So pay attention to those because I want you to try it, but I want you to learn about where you're at. I want you to be educated, and I want you to be safe while you're doing it. So how to, pre- how to prepare for dryuary? Know your limits. Know your limits before they begin. Get social support, friends, family. Hey, I'm going to try this. Maybe you can get your spouse to do it with you. Group of friends. Let's try it. Set some goals. Be realistic. I know you're out there. If you're drinking six beers a day, every day, please don't think you're just going to cold turkey it. Be careful. Realistic goals. And again, the symptoms of alcohol withdrawal, they can be serious. So if you start to experience, like I said, the headache, the anxiety, you can't sleep like you can't sleep at all, maybe an hour or two a night, chills, that type of thing, you're going to want to get some help. You're going to want to talk to your doc about it. Okay? So, again, a wonderful thing to try. It is sort of very popular, but be smart about it. Okay? Be smart about it. Definitely lots of time, folks. Head over to Weight Loss Reboot Summit, weightlossrebootsummit.com. Sign up for the summit. We're starting on Monday, that's January 16th. It actually is a holiday, probably not for everybody, but a lot of folks are off, so it's a, a great time. Go ahead and register, and, uh, you know, you can, once you're registered, you can get the links then for the uh, the free replays and things like that, but it's only free until the 20th, only until January 20th, and then uh, those all start to be charged for. But, again, the... You know, you're in line then, and you do it from the comfort of your own home. You can't beat it. It's free. It's educational, right? It's online. Lots of great topics. Lots of great experts. It's just a perfect way to sort of reassess, start out the new year. What are your goals? What are your plans? What do you want to get accomplished? So like I was saying, sometimes those health goals they have multiple layers, and something going on with your health or maybe alcohol that's affecting you financially and then emotionally, right? Those dominoes start to drop. So, again, let's, let's, uh, let's go over to norwinwellness.com. You can sign up there. Check out my blog on uh, Dryuary or weightlossrebootsummit.com. That's weightlossrebootsummit.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless. Have a great week. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon.
Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntington, here on KHB Radio.